something, something, <laughs> something, something. I never know words. But yeah, that <laughs> one's a hard one to know the words to. I love that song. Don't be afraid to catch feels. <laughs> well, my name is Kel. My name is Anna. And you're listening to Cognac Cupcakes and, and Conversations. Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, cupcakes, and stimulating conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities. In short, it's a vibe. vibe. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Fair warning. My office just had this big party, and I'm off the whiskey sour. I'm not yes. off the cognac today. Yes. <laughs> Kel she had to come my boyfriend. And pick- <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Kel had to come pick me up from work because, child. But, um, <laughs> and I have a cold, so I'm going to be a stuffy, tipsy Anna today. But it's going to be but fun. Bear with me. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Cheers. Lots of feels. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> So in the in the celebration of cheers, I'm gonna go yes. right to this motivational moment. Um, celebrate life. Don't just celebrate festivals. Make a commitment to enjoy every moment so that your journey becomes a festival of joy. And that is by R V M. Who that mm. is? I don't know, but it's cool. I wonder if that's that same name. There be like this RPM looking name that be coming up on like on this side, and then there's like that with like quotes, and then there's like that one that's like R M Drake. So this week's episode, we are talking about our experience at Something in the Water yes, Festival. Yes, we told y'all we would report out on that. And mm-hmm. so we're going to give you all the deets because we were actually there. Yeah. And we would, we actually are like, you know what, let's go again. You know, maybe not next year, but like definitely in the future, depending on the lineup of course Mm -hmm. and I heard um another podcast I was talking about that and like hey they they, first of all they were blown that they didn't go to this one it was um the Joe Budden podcast they were like yo we we tripped out like why didn't we go to this one but um they said how how is he gonna top this one and I was thinking about Kel because Mm -hmm. that's all we kept saying the whole weekend like how will he top this one but we will get into that a little more later. Yes, we're going to be talking about the expectations, the production, you know, of course, the highlights of our favorite performances and just the experience in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. But for right now, let's get into this ratchet and righteousness. It's balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. So last week, um, we discovered, I'm going to start off with the righteousness this week. Last week, we talked about Nigel Shelby as one of the two um, preteens or teens that um, unfortunately, well, he actually took his life through suicide. And then there was another young lady that um, her life was ended potentially because of um um violence that was impeded on her so i wanted to give an update on nigel shelby's um uh, funeral proceedings um looks like a lot of celebrities came out to aid in helping with his burial um finances so um gabrielle union and Dwayne wade are the latest ones to jump on board to help out with nigel shelby's um funeral costs um it looks like Ludacris and Janelle Monae who was actually I didn't mention it on the last episode but she was um on Twitter like complaining about it last year um last week um just saying like all the people that are racist and bigots and um you know prejudiced people just like why can't y'all go somewhere and live in your own community 
if you're going to treat people the way it's like the world is so much different now mm-hmm. um so like get these people out of here or whatever but this was in reference to why Nigel Shelby took his life. He apparently struggled with his identity and felt misunderstood, and his bullies at school were really ruthless. And even though we live in a world that's different now, um, you know, there's still that issue in schools or in general in life. There's still, it's still, it still goes on. Um, so Nigel's mother spoke out, and she's hoping that... Um, you know his his funeral and just in general his life ending so soon will be um an example of bringing awareness of the harmful effects of bullying and um this was a quote from her i definitely want to bring awareness to the bullying because when kids are struggling with their own identity they are going through enough already because he was actually 15 so um a few people talked about that like you know we don't know where this could have led for him in his own identity and who he was becoming. He was just discovering his sexuality. And, you know, unfortunately, just him being expressive in who he was um, was enough for him to be attacked numerous times. I don't know if it was physically or just um, emotionally, but, you know, that led him down this path to commit suicide. And remember when we were watching, what was that show that was on Netflix? Um with the girl who committed suicide. Oh, yes. Just um, how it can happen. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Um, Shit, I forgot. Um, oh, man, it was such a big deal last year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember the characters. It was like Cliff. Oh, you can't remember? <laughs> Cliff was a character Yeah, a board um, op was, is trying to remember it, too. Well, Kel, look it up while I'm talking. Um, so, um, 12 reasons. 12, 13 reasons 13, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. 13 reasons, I yeah. think. Yeah. 13 reasons why yeah Yeah, 13 reasons why you know and it's just like people think like how can these kids take their lives like that and if you are constantly exposed to that and you don't have someone there within reach or within close proximity to talk to that you look up to to let you know that this is just a phase like this is just something that you have to go through and then you you can come out of this and life isn't going to be rainbows and peachy and all that stuff for the rest of your life but there's more to life than just what's going on here go ahead Kelly you look like such an impressionable age age yeah I feel like um because if you going through school being teased all the time like I've seen it with my own little cousins when that when that happens to them and Sometimes I could be dismissive and be like, girl, there's so much life after this. Like, them same people that are teasing you going to end up, um, you know, like, not really doing anything with their lives. Watch, watch and see. When you grow up and you leave school. But and you can't to, see past but that But you moment. can't see. And that's the point I'm trying to make. It's hard to see past what's going on right currently. Now. Yeah. yeah, they're in the right now. And I feel like middle school and high school is such an exploratory age mm-hmm. where you're just really just trying to figure it out. And then I can't even say just middle school and high school because then in your 20s, like all the way up to your damn near 30s, right? you are just like, mm, trial right. and error. It's Life. so true. <laughs> even yeah, Yeah, because it wasn't until damn near my 30s that I kind of stopped caring. Mm-hmm. as much about what people and I still care about what people think but like you know especially going through life it's uh, levels like you're not yeah. as worried or mm-hmm. as concerned like life is not over yeah 
Yeah. So shout out to Lena Waithe, Ludacris, Janelle Monet, um, Gabrielle Union, and Dwayne Wade. And um, looks like the owner of Atlanta's Slutty Vegan Restaurant. Mm. <laughs> um, shout out to them for all pitching in to help out with um, his funeral costs. And once again, rest in peace, um, Nigel Shelby. So getting back into some of the naughtiness. <laughs> I want to, um, oh, let's talk about uh, Coachella. So now it was in the news last week that Coachella um, showed, Coachella attendance showed a high spike in herpes infections. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny. I remember listening to the radio and Charlemagne was saying, that just means that everybody that was there had an outbreak because you ain't going to just catch it and find it right away like that. Um, but apparently now there's news saying that um, health, ugh, Sorry, I can't talk today, y'all. I told y'all to bear with me. All right. <laughs> um, there's no evidence of herpes outbreaks or a spike at Coachella, according to health officials. So um, <laughs> officials at the Riverside County Department of Health, um, which I guess is near Indio, California, where the um, Coachella takes Coachella place, takes place um, <laughs> clears up the story um, by telling the news outlets that there has been no increase of reports of herpes following the um, Coachella and Stagecoach. I don't know what Stagecoach is. Uh, the three signs that were used to determine an actual outbreak are an increase in reports to the main controlled uh, disease control center and increase in tests at local clinics during um, surrounding the Coachella Valley and an increase in reports to their STD control branch, Herp Alert. Yeah, <laughs> I heard about the herpes. So, herpes. so what they're saying, I, I just want to make sure I'm so, understanding. Well, um, oh, let me finish. Which was the company that reported the herp alert was the company that reported the increase in prescriptions that were ordered through the website and also reported case numbers jumped to 250 per day. However, the Riverside Department says that companies like HerpAlert can be a good resource, but empathize that none of that information was fact-checked or official. Needless to say, that SCD cases could have possibly been reported around the time of the festivals took place, but doesn't necessarily mean that Coachella and Stagecoach was the cause of it. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, okay, maybe it's just the fact so that it's like, around usual. the area. Yeah, people yeah. sized it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, next, going deeper into the ratchetness. Um, Ras B was arrested for domestic violence. Uh, you know, apparently he, the victim was his girlfriend. And oh, he has a girlfriend? Right. Oh. Well, I'm not surprised that he has a girlfriend, but you saw all them videos of him grinding on the girls. So I'm just like, mm. you know, he's been seen like wilding out at the part. I'm um, not at the part. Well, at the parties, too, but um, at the concerts. Um, at first, there was a lot of like, hey, y'all need to back off of um, Rasby. Some of his claims really could be true about Chris Stokes. We all know that. Then him just like maybe going off stage because his shit wasn't working like everybody else's, which we would that mm-hmm. at the B2K concert so it was like give him a break but then when he was humping that girl at the club it was like oh right now and then the next day he was cussing about people stealing his sunglasses and that was I guess at his Dallas tour stop and he was talking about the shorties that was with him the night before so now he has a girlfriend that's a very good question to ask Kel. like oh so you have a girlfriend but shorties was with you in Dallas so according to TMZ 
Raz was arrested for domestic assault by strangulation Wednesday morning. The victim (laughs) was his girlfriend, and cops have since taken photos of her for evidence. He is currently being held without bail. This sucks because B2K has a show tonight in Minneapolis, but it doesn't look like Raz B will be making that. I just feel like he got some issues he needs to address. Yeah, I'm at that point now. Just... Yeah. Get a therapist, work it out, mm-hmm. sit down, mm-hmm. and yeah. really, like, work through your shit. Sometimes you got to sit in your shit, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's all we can do. And my last story um, is that, unfortunately, Remy Ma ha- is in police custody and faces assault charges stemming from her alleged altercation with Love & Hip Hop New York's Britney Taylor, this fucking bitch. Uh, and I'm referring to Brittany Taylor. Um, so, according to TMZ, she surrendered to police today after Brittany Taylor alleged that she punched her in the face while Remy, uh, by, she was punched in the face by Remy while backstage at the Pretty Lou Benefit concert at Irving Plaza in New York City. And so, I mean, man. I mean, what I've heard about this story is that apparently there's two sides to the story. I don't know the other side, but the side that I'm hearing from is Brittany. And Brittany has been saying that she was punched in the face by Remy because Remy was mad at her on behalf of her stepdaughter, who is Papoose's daughter. Um, But, you know, they, they claim each other's children like their own because when they got together, their children were really young. So um, that's basically her daughter. And I mean, it is a daughter. They're married. Yeah. So Yeah, it is. So her daughter told her something about Brittany. And Brittany is saying, hey, I was in Miami with your daughter. And she, I was trying to protect her from an abusive boyfriend or abusive guy or something that she's seeing or dating. Um, and so Remy apparently didn't like whatever that her daughter told her and punched her in the face. And um, Brittany's like, I don't know what I did to deserve this kind of thing or whatever. Now, if we all remember Love & Hip Hop New York and her, if you ever watched it during the seasons where Brittany was on there, she was a troublemaker. And so I, you know, everybody can be innocent, you know, boy cries wolf or whatever all the time. So it could be real this time. But I'm just like, yo, I'm really disappointed if Remy did punch her. And she just had this baby, and I'm just like, damn, yo, what took it to that level? But then at the same time, I'm annoyed because I'm 99% sure that Britney insinuated that shit. Like, she she hyped that shit up. She instigated that shit. I agree. Um, with Remy learning all the lessons that she has learned, um, with going to jail and everything, and after having a child, uh, having a, a newborn baby, I highly doubt that she would put herself in a situation that she didn't deem absolutely necessary to protect her family. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, on that same token of being on a family tip, she -hmm. just had a baby. Yeah. That's a lot of emotions right there. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, you know, um, hormones. Okay. You just never know what you're going to get. And you're super protective of your baby and your family at the most. And like you said, you know, I just don't see Rem just going, just going ha- at, yeah, yeah, hauling off and punching her. Right. It had it had to be a reason. I'm sure. I Brittany feel like was that Brittany slick. is mm-hmm. a clout chaser. Um, yes. Because even she said she didn't want to do it at first. Like as far as going through the legal route, she was going back and forth about it. 
But then she decided to go about it. And then you're out here taking pictures with your lawyer. Like, okay, I'm going to just bring it down to real life form. Mm-hmm. When the normal people, like you and I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get into a situation, we are not going to take pictures and post it on social media at our, our mm-hmm. lawyer's office. Mm-hmm. We're not going to sit up here and post a picture of my black eye for the world to see. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just like you, you want yeah. attention. You're right. You you're want right. attention at it's the end of the day. Evident. Mm-hmm. So um, I just, I can't respect it. But what I can respect is yeah. <laughs> um, Rodney King's daughter launches a scholarship program to help black fathers. And I just thought it was like, you know, yeah. something good, something positive. Yeah. They, Righteousness. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're taking a selected applicants that will receive grants that will enable them to take their children on an outing for a day. And just mm-hmm. like she said, they, we tend to downplay the attention a kid gets from their father because mothers can be so dominant, but mm-hmm. not having time with the father can be detrimental. Most of the time, the fathers around here can't take the time off because of funding. Mm-hmm. So she just thought that she can give them an outing without them worrying about whether they could keep the lights on that month. So that's what the scholarship program is for. It's just for oh. them to, to spend more time with their families. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And just to close out righteousness and righteousness, um, righteousness, um, I want to say send a big rest in peace and prayers to John Singleton's family. He mm-hmm. left quite a legacy for us, but we really do wish he was here to do even more. Yes. Whatever else he would have been working on. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely a loss and a hit to the African-American community and the film community. Indeed. Apparently, he was the first African-American male to be, oh, I know. I was going to forget it, uh, nominated for, I want to say an Oscar, or maybe it was a SAG Awards, and he was the youngest, too, at 23, and he wrote a lot of these movies. He didn't just direct them. He wrote a lot of these movies, like um, Four Brothers, um, Higher Learning, Higher Learning Boys, yes, in Boys in the Baby Hood, Baby Boy, like, the Baby list Boy. goes He on. wrote Baby Boy, and Cry just kept, like, Baby Boy really is a classic because it really shed light on like the young black male who is caught up in that cycle mm-hmm. of living in a situation where he puts himself and his family, his potential family that comes from his loins in that same cycle and that cycle continues. But I won't get too deep. Make sure that you help his family out, his estate out and just stream those films. Yeah. You know, and Sad. I mean, they're good films. Like you know, they're good. I, I love higher like, learning. Higher learning that just is my p- shit, man. That's <laughs> it depresses me. But and I need to look up and see if um, American History X. Who was that done by? Let me look that up. Oh yeah, been, I still have not got a chance to sit down and watch it. Because if I'm you love to. higher learning, mm-hmm. you would love American History X. Let me see if that was by John Singleton. Um, I'm trying to see where it says, um, no, Tony K, but, um, very good movie as well. But aside from that, check out all of John, John Singleton's movies, get a look into inside of our world and yeah. 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 Show appreciation, show love. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of feels, yes, uh, having feels to our something in the water. So I guess we could start things off by like expectations. Yes. I'll I'll start it up. You can go. Yes. Okay. So my expectations of okay, I 
disclaimer. I've went to Broccoli City Festival, but for me, I don't know why I didn't feel like it was a festival. I just didn't get the vibe that I felt like I felt with Something in the Water. And even after going to Something in the Water, I really feel like I didn't have that same vibe. Mm-hmm. But maybe all festivals aren't the same. I got some tea with that, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe also festivals Broccoli aren't. Broccoli City was hating. I bet. All festivals aren't the same. <laughs> but, you know, um, what I expected it to be was kind of like very crowded, which it was, um, mm-hmm. but in a fun black version of like MTV Spring Break kind of way. Mm-hmm. So I pictured just, you remember watching MTV Spring Break and you just see the girls, they're all dancing in the yeah. swimsuit. It's just like yeah. a lit live time. Like yeah. Yeah. the black version of that is what I yeah. expected it to be. Yeah. Um, I expected to be kind of like a little bit of the 30-year-old version of Project X, what mm. that would look like. So that would be, if you guys watch Netflix, it's a really good movie on there called Someone Great. And um, <laughs> there's, like, these scenes where the girl, she's going through her little depression or whatever. So she goes out with her girl to a party. You know, they're doing their vices and, yeah, 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 and drinking. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be for us. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I expect to eat great food. Mm-hmm. However... Mm-hmm. Um, the spring break thing, it, it, it was the same way how I, I pretty much saw it. Um, Project X, mm, all right. Um, but the food just wasn't. Not, not quite. Not, not quite, quite yet. Right. It can be. I think it could go there. Right. Once they get their footing, it'll go there. Right. And the food, I was disappointed in everything I ate. Really? Yeah, he nothing was disapp- I liked everything I ate. Well, let me give my, you done? Mm-hmm. Let me give my expectations, um, I feel like I um hmm are we gonna go into the whole weekend or mm-hmm. whatever like what happened okay well before that um I'm I'm kind of the same as Kel like I was excited to see what I had to close my eyes and talk about it mm-hmm. I was excited to see what the f- beach was gonna look like mm-hmm. um because my disclaimer is I grew I had a brief period of growing up there from like third to fifth grade through fifth grade and moved when I was going into the sixth grade so I have really great great childhood memories of living in Virginia Beach I have friends that I still keep in touch with one of my closest friends I'm still in touch with till this day from living in Virginia Beach and it's just a lot of good memories from that time period and um I was excited to go to the beach and see how they were going to set it up um I thought it was going to be a lot easier to get around um it wasn't reality was that it wasn't because we were stomping through fucking sand the entire fucking weekend (laughs) um I thought that the event was going to go on rain or shine it didn't um we'll get into that though (laughs) um you know because that's what the ticket said I thought that I was going to enjoy all the performances I did but I felt like there was they lacked some of the songs that I needed to hear like needed to hear like Missy didn't even perform um, any of her old shit yeah it was like super duper one time period and that was it <laughs> nothing off of super duper fly like i didn't hear um 
I can't stand the rain. Like n- none of that. I'm, hot boys. Hot Why boys. Why you all in like, my grill? Like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like I, we didn't hear any of that from her second or first album, and I just really wanted and needed to hear that. I mean, we did get to hear "Get Your Freak On," but that's her third album. Mm-hmm. Like Missy was established by then. Like we wanted to hear the old Virginia Beach Missy. You know. And disclaimer with her. Well, not disclaimer, but. To play devil's advocate. Oh, we gonna talk. We gonna talk about what you about to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, we gonna talk about that. But <laughs> I just do want to say that I was disappointed, but there was a reason why that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't disappointed in the food, and my expectations was that the food was gonna be trash. I actually enjoyed the food. Maybe it was because I was high, but. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that's the only part that I enjoyed <laughs> during that time but I enjoyed um the food I had pizza I had and I had two slices of pizza I had a, a veggie and a regular pepperoni that was bomb I enjoyed the little dumplings that I had the next day when I was just drunk or whatever um tipsy well, I might have been sober at that time. I don't know. I enjoyed the little dumplings. I enjoy- My daiquiri was cool. It was okay. Um, that's the one thing I'll say was okay. The cupcakes was good, though, Kel. We, yes, we enjoyed. We good. did have some cupcakes. Those were good. Um, what else did I eat? Oh, um, I had a gyro. That was okay. Mm. And you threw your gyro. <laughs> mm. ah, this Raquel was trying to fight this bee <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like creepy crawlers. <laughs> I don't want that type of bugs. That on was me. another. That was another reality check. All them bugs that yeah. was crawling on us the second day or the third day. Like I Crazy. wasn't expecting that. And yeah, that we was didn't annoying. have that experience for the first two. So it was just yeah, like, why? The, yeah, like the second day that the second day of the festival that we went. You know, let's get into it. I guess so. First of all, the first day got canceled. Blower. Yeah, extreme lower. The entire first day was like mad good people that was supposed to perform. So I was really disappointed with that. So who was on the list? We had Timbaland, we had Missy, we had um, Usher, and we had Gwen Stefani. Um, And then Kel's going to pull up the list of all the people that were performing before that. But that was in the lineup for Pharrell and Friends for the first day for so the way it was um listed was that we were gonna have two days friday and saturday where pharrell did like the special um performances as the last performance and so the second day was gonna have snoop diddy and buster rhymes we already were hit that there was going to be more than just snoop diddy and buster rhymes that was going to come out on the second day because all I'm those artists have thing now oh okay well the, I, the, I believe that's everybody that was yeah. there for i mean there was more people there was uzi vert there was um janelle monet where's stefani janelle monet yeah and those were people that were performing Earlier in the day, Gwen Stefani was performing in the Pharrell and Friends um, performance at the end of the day. And then Dave Matthews Band. I didn't know Dave Matthews Band was um, from Virginia Beach. Which I was going to get into that, too, as well. Mm, go ahead. Um, but no, that's later on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they didn't get to perform. So it was really sad. Like, I, I really, but it was also endearing to see how many people, like, were supportive mm-hmm. to Pharrell. And I could tell they all felt bad for Pharrell on Friday because... The storms just kept rolling in, and they were, like, literally mostly hitting the beach. Because if you don't know about that part of Virginia, they call it, nickname it 
cities because there's literally like seven small towns in the area. So you got like, I don't know all of them, but you got Chesapeake, you got Norfolk, you got Hampton, you got Virginia Beach and, you know, the other ones. I think um, Sussex or something is Suffolk. Suffolk is one of them, too. But um, and I can't remember the other ones, but. You know, so those are like the surrounding areas of these cities surround each other at the bottom of Virginia before you get into North Carolina. So um, what was the point I was going to make with that? (laughs) Just blank. Uh, Seven cities. Shit. Oh, that just at the uh, (laughs) like. They, these towns are so I remember now the towns are so close together but it was funny how the storm would like roll into like Virginia mm-hmm. Beach and then it wouldn't even be hitting Hampton it would be like sunny as shit in Hampton um, and then eventually it hit the whole area and, and it was a, basically a tornado warning mm-hmm. and then even after the tornado warning went away it was just lightning and thunder and mad wind and if you see the the pictures that they posted and the videos they posted on something in the water's Instagram page, you see how the stage was literally on next the to the water. It was on the beach next to the water. So there was no way that they could have it at Perform. that time. Yeah, yeah. performance. So. And when you're next to the water, naturally, the wind and the tides, it's going to like wash over. So yeah. for safety reasons, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, I appreciate it. And when out. we got caught in that rain, I know we're going to talk about it later, but when we got caught in that rain um, the last day, I was like, I ain't going to see no Chris Brown. That's, That's why we didn't post that shit on Instagram because mm-hmm. we left when it started raining. I'm like, you see... Now, I wouldn't want to be in the rain. I know it's a rain or shine concert, but I don't want to be on the rain in the sand looking at a concert. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. I mean, shout out to Chris Brown, but I mean, I'm just not... I'm not that devoted. I yeah. wanted to see him. I've never seen him live, I so his... I was looking forward to that, but right. not that much. I right. left. Fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> but what was you going to say, Kel? I mean, some of my favorite highlights were, yeah. um, of course, Jay-Z performing because, you know, he's just everything. You yes. Know? So the pop-ups. Yes. I wasn't expecting <laughs> some of those pop-ups. Like, you that heard was rumors all around, yeah. but nothing was, like, really confirmed, confirmed. So yeah. when he brought him out, I like lost my mind for a moment. Yes. And I was just screaming. It was just that was, was tight great. how he did it too, because just to give y'all a feel for it, like Pharrell was performing fronting. And this was like really so what Pharrell ended up doing, let's just go to Saturday. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Because what we ended up doing on Friday is we ended up linking up and just going to the club. Right. Which was fun. The bar, I mean. So that was fun. So just to make light of the the rest of the evening, because they basically ended up canceling at like 7 p.m. because they kept trying to push it out. I didn't get to finish that. So this whole city, even on the news, they were like gunning, like, like, um, you know, going for Pharrell, like, you know, we're going to make sure that they clean this up so that at least Dave Matthew Band and Pharrell and his friends can perform. Like, they just canceled everybody else out. Uzi Verge and El Monet, all them other niggas got canceled. So <laughs> after that, they were just like, even the news reporters were like, we're going to get it together. And of course, like we said, it didn't happen. They had to end up canceling, and it was a blow to everyone. And I, I wasn't expecting this as far as expectations. Yes. They're refunding us. That was lit. That was the they best feeling They want me back ever. with that. They yeah, want the me fact, back. It would really want me back is because they said May 8th, and I had my refund back on May 1st. That's nice, because I, I didn't like, get mine back yet. But yes, yes, black people. Yes, black people. Yes. And somebody tweeted that, like, the whole, well, you know what? 
No, I'm gonna read it now because I know I know I'm gonna forget. Mm-hmm. But um, somebody said on Twitter, Dennis sent it to me. Somebody said on Twitter, something in the water, three day event here in Virginia Beach had an estimated forty three thousand attendees. At first, they were saying it was thirty thousand. Yeah, ended I was up being like thirty five thousand. Yeah, yeah, now it's forty three thousand. No violence, At zero all. arrests. Exactly. Amazing. Nothing but it was positive. Nothing but love. Yes. Nothing but love. Nothing but positive energy. That's what I'm talking about. I hope they make this an annual thing. I love it. Pharrell, you're amazing, man. And, of course, they're going to make it an annual thing. Now, when I went and clicked on the tweet, of course, somebody was saying there were arrests. I don't remember seeing any arrests. I didn't see any arrests either. They was talking about a shooting or some shit. When did that happen? Did a shooting happen? Am I I tripping? Because, okay. Well, I don't know if it was a shooting, but when we were leaving on the last day, after we split up, we were like, all right, bye. We was waiting for our Uber. Um... We were sitting at the light, and it was a, it was a lot going on. It was like a girl arguing with another girl at first. Oh shit! And then it was people that was like about to cross the street, mm-hmm. and then two guys. All I saw was two guys. One guy didn't have no shirt on, and he just started running. And then everybody started running. So I'm like, okay, you oh, guys, to get out of this intersection. But it was a red light, so you couldn't really go anywhere. Do you see the police yeah. following after them? I didn't hear any gunshots. I don't know exactly what happened. So oh. I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying yeah either. Right, right. Well, anyway, like I said, fast forward to Saturday. Yeah, so Saturday we all got ready and we went out there. And what was he talking about just now? Oh, who? Oh, so we knew that Pharrell was going to bring out. We, we just was like, oh, he got to bring out Missy and Timberland. Ain't no reason. Ain't no reason for them niggas not to stay an extra day. Right. Y'all ain't got no, y'all ain't got no tours, okay? <laughs> like I know that Missy is, uh, you know, and that's no shade, but like I know Missy ain't have nowhere else to be because because she is doing some shit this summer. Like she's gonna be at Essence Fest. She's gonna be at a few other things this summer, other festivals. But I was like, I know she ain't got nowhere else to be. Hold up, uh, not yet. I mean, Essence Fest ain't till Fourth uh, of July, July so she can stay an extra day. <laughs> And same with Timberland and stuff. So, um, go ahead. You finished, Cal. Um, yeah. So, uh, after- oh, I was a uh, Pharrell. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I keep cutting you off. So, when Jay Z came out, that was magical because mm-hmm. we kept hearing the 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 um, rumors and stuff. And so he was performing, and it was like the beginning of his show. So Snoop Dogg pops out, and he popped out kind of earlier. This is uh, like the whole you know sad expectations because it was just like damn. The each of these pop out artists still only did like three songs tops, mm-hmm. and I feel like if we would have had the full show we would have been able to hear way everything more selections. Wanted, but yeah. because he was trying to cram everything into the... Yeah, so it's like, and it's like, God it's bless. Not his fault. It's not his fault. He tried to do the best that he could with his time. And you know what I was thinking about the other day? I was like, you know what I think Pharrell probably did? Pharrell probably... Oh, Nerd was the other person for the first day. Mm-hmm. I think what Pharrell was going to do was the first day was going to be all about Virginia and him as an artist Mm -hmm. and then the second day was gonna be all the friends well no i think it it was those are his friends too like missy timbaland Mm -hmm. blah 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 but all those people that he did music with he did music like as um as a solo Solo artist so i think that was gonna be like solo artist mode and highlighting virginia's best 
And then over here on Saturday, it was going to be all these people I've produced music for mm. and that I was doing the hooks for. Mm. So that makes sense. I think that's that what the plan. the plan was. And I'm just like, damn, so what kind of sh- set did he have for the first day? It just, do you know me and you as mm-hmm. planners and pro- production people, we would have been so blown. Like when you have a vision of and what you, you want and then vision. you can't even see it. Like I feel bad bad for Pharrell for that because I'm like damn yo he had to hold his head high and, and still perform did. and he did he did he did and so I keep leading out of the conversation and digressing but like when he had Jay-Z come out it was actually a little early in the show so we was like he ain't coming out Jay-Z ain't coming out on this song and it was to fronting and he's performing fronting and it's the part where he's like oh well, well right before Jay-Z's um, verse mm-hmm. so it's like you ain't and there's the part where he's like young or whatever in the background you ain't hear Jay-Z do that. I know. And so he Kel was like, he ain't gonna come out. He gonna... <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't think he gonna come out either. And then out of nowhere, every time... Was... <laughs> I was just like, yeah! <laughs> he just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm still screaming. Yeah, no, I was gonna let Kel go. Uh, no, no, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was a really good feeling when him he came out. Just like, he just wanted just like to spit all the way. He can't explain <laughs> the feeling. It's like, you looking at what you used to watch on TV yeah. and you just want to like blah, jump in front of it like yeah. it was just have you ever seen him live? no that was my oh, first time seeing him live so I, it was just yeah. emotional oh, <laughs> yeah I've it seen him live before me. and he does put on like, I wish you would have came with us to the 444 tour you would have gotten your fucking life cause yeah. it's like you think it's gonna be sleepy and then you remember all these hits yes all these hits that Jay-Z has and all of his B-side shit like Allure and shit like that. What? I don't know why I get so high. I bet you they would have did that too if they had a full fucking show. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I know they would have did that shit if they had a full show. But they could. And I know he was probably tired too. He just left one from New York doing Doing B-sides. Yeah. Niggas was on on another podcast talking about how it was the seasides. It was like songs you really don't know and shit. But oh wow. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So um, another person mm-hmm. I was surprisingly happy to see. Um, and honestly, I wasn't hip to like I was hip to him, but I mm-hmm. I thought he was so weird that I couldn't get into him, and then I got into him. You know what I'm gonna say? You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bay definitely hit me up to becoming a fan of Tyler the Creator. Really? I thought that was Gemma who put you on. It was no, Bay. No, it was Bay. Because oh. I still, I thought he was still weird when Gemma. Yeah. Like, okay, Gemma put me on to the She song. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can. And y'all to were this. both in the Frank Ocean before. Yes. Y'all put me on the Frank Ocean back and then. And that's why I liked him because of yeah. that Frank Ocean song. Yeah. Because yeah. of that one. But um, then he would always play. And I'm like, he's just so fucking weird. Yeah. I can't, I can't get over the weirdness. Yeah. But uh, Flower Boy really took me out. Yeah. So I was just like, oh. Yeah. Um, Dennis put me on to um to Tyler the Creator. I actually, I'm not that far ahead of you. I got into Tyler the Creator with his last album with the um. But you're too fucking young. Yeah, you put me on that, that song. One too, yeah, yeah, like uh, that whole album got some bomb songs. Find your wings. Like I, like I he love. He's talented. really talented and really soulful, and he is definitely fruit 
from Pharrell's tree. Yes. And so that was so tight when Pharrell was like, I'm so fucking proud of you or whatever. Like, I know that, like, sliced him up or whatever. But he literally has a lot of influences from Pharrell. And now that I listen to his music, I hear it. Mm -hmm. And I love, I'm a huge Pharrell nerd fan. Mm -hmm. So this was very magical for me, too. And then, like, right after that, I guess I could go straight into that. Nerd comes out. I believe. I yes, think that was I think right you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Nerd came out and they killed it as well. They did some of the songs that we wanted to hear, like She Wants Lap to Move. Yep. All but that. you're hugging her. All the girls standing in line in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I couldn't but I couldn't wait to hear Lemon. And I, I know everybody wanted to see Rihanna, but I was like, he gotta save something for uh, next year. I know. That's what I was like, <laughs> I was like, you look like you go bring up Rihanna. He was like, no, it's probably gonna be that girl and then the Daniel girl yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, I, was yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, Yeah, she knew. And she did the booty pop and everybody was lit even the camera was like <laughs> doing a boomerang on her booty that was tight um and i like the little glow in the dark vibes that they had on the stage too mm-hmm. that was tight my favorite performance of the night was definitely uh diddy though nigga yes. when they came out to you want to roll some grass don't, don't do, do that, that. Don't don't what? The bags. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, finna get loose. And his all his kids <gasps> came finna out. Finna get loose. Yes, doing the dance. When it was like, dude, <laughs> da, da, da. and then everybody was doing the dance. Of Pharrell, I mean, uh, Diddy was on the stage doing the little bop with them too. I was like, yeah. Diddy, Diddy. <laughs> I was so hyped for him because, you know, he'd been through a lot since Kim passed. And I just, I felt him. I felt the energy, like, out of everyone. I felt that vibe coming. I'm still dancing, like, (laughs) right? (laughs) Because I just, I, I kept watching that, like, I kept watching that scene. Like, that's how I know it was my favorite one because I just felt the energy from all good vibes. And he's like, we gonna party tonight, you know? So I really enjoyed that. Busta Rhymes, he was a joy. (laughs) <laughs> came out to put your hands where my eyes could see mm-hmm. and he did uh what's the oh pastor cavassier he had another one with him but i can't remember did he do break your neck or was, oh, wasn't he, he didn't pharrell do break your neck with him he did that do 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 the song with with him and chris brown as a matter of fact um he wasn't in the break we don't get it no he didn't do break your neck he did huh Look yeah. at me now. He did that verse when okay. he's like talking real fast because everybody's oh shit because he can still do it even though he big now. Right. So um, that's what he did. But really good. And I think it was that everybody that came out that that night. Um, Travis Scott. Oh yeah, Travis Scott. Um, well, he came out before Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Like he did his own set. His his set was thirty minutes long. Is that it was like twenty? Right. Oh niggas, y'all try to make me claustrophobic. So let's talk. Let's back into that, <laughs> child. So Anna was so gone, elevated. Yes, yes, yes. She was so elevated and that, not in a good way. Right. I mean, it it was supposed to be in a good way, but it it turned into a bad way. And I really wanted to see the show up front and close. Bitch, but listen, but where was you going to Because I went where to was around. You it turns out it was we was right. It wasn't a line going all the way across. Um, turns out you could go all the way around and just go to the front. It wasn't cut off all the really? way. Really? I didn't hear y'all say that. Yeah, Gemma and OC had told that's us. That's where they had went? Yeah, that's where the, Was that the second day or the first day that mm, they said they went over there? Second day. Second day. Okay. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. the second day. So um, I would have went the second day. 
over there. When I say second date, I'm, I'm talking about literally day two. Oh, 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 oh. Um, yeah. Because day one was canceled. Yeah. Yeah. But and then also my coworker said the same thing. She was able to go to the front and she wasn't VIP either. Yeah. So I wanted to be able to really see because I wanted to get good pictures and videos and I couldn't get that with the TV jumbotrons yeah. because all of the theatrics of the light. I wish I could have. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about Missy and Timberland. Let's talk about that because when Timberland came out, so first Timberland came out mm-hmm. and his mic wasn't working and there was a few issues with the mics. Right. That's something that we should highlight. They, you know, unfortunately, production wasn't on their game, and yeah, niggas' mics issues. wasn't working. So Timberland was just like he's, performing, but he's nothing. performing, breathe in, breathe out. That song from you know, you got served, and it's that whole first verse. Oh Lord, guess who's coming? Timberland, <laughs> like all that stuff. You ain't hear that because he's rapping, and there's the mic isn't working. I was like, oh shit, and they like even the crowd was screaming at Pharrell like. So Pharrell ends up giving Magoo him the, the mic. mic, yeah, because then Magoo comes out, and that was crazy, and then you couldn't hear Magoo. So <laughs> Pharrell gives Magoo the mic, and then eventually Tim Milan's mic started working. His he started doing that song the way I are. Um, yeah, he did that song. Oh, no, I think that's what Carrie Hilson. Oh, that's Carrie Hilson. Oh, singing on okay, that. That yeah. is Carrie Hilson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money to take you on a date. <laughs> Can't even buy you flowers. But yeah, um, there's so many songs Timberland could have performed too. But I was anyway. disappointed too with those songs that he picked too. Nigga, like, bro, all these artists. But I, I, real then, talk. I, then, then again, I was like, well, maybe they're trying to cater to the other side of the audience. Um, with, with at least for Timberlands. That. Well, actually, for Timlin and Missy, which I'm super disappointed because, bitch, we go hard for Missy. We go hard. <sighs> Missy came out to um, get your freak on, which, of course, okay. that was that was normal. Fair. Yeah. yeah, that's normal, you know. So we was lit, and, then, and she looked great. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into fucking. Uh, that's how you doing this fun. That's what you do. Where, where we from? from? It's like, like okay, nigga. And then Pharrell couldn't wait to do that verse. <laughs> That nigga was so hyped to do that verse. He was so calm the whole time, like with any other performance, but he could not wait to do that verse. And what other song? Coco. Co- oh, when uh, on Sunday, on Sunday yeah. when he came out, yeah, and threw her off. She was like, mm, "What is I going the on?" Words. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Missy, she only did that, and then she did. Uh, what's the other song that we work all it. like? No, she didn't do work it. She didn't do work it. No. She ain't even do work at child. Shit. She did um, the other song from that same album, though. Oh, what is it? Lose Control. Uh, Lose Control, yeah. yeah. She did that. Damn. Yeah. No, like, we def- didn't hear shit. <laughs> Yo, I was just like, what the fuck? And that was it after yeah, that. I, I mean, I was hyped in the moment, but I just was like, Damn. I think that maybe that's what they were trying to do. I feel like. I would have heard. We would have heard more than that. I just couldn't wait to hear beep beep. Who, who got, got the, the keys to the jeep? jeep. I just couldn't wait to hear that on actual Virginia Beach, uh, bruh. Like, I know. Uh, I know. Anyway, yeah, I know we're running out of time. So Sunday, yes, Sunday. I was. Um, you didn't like Janae's perform. Janae's um, choices. She, her toning was off. Yeah, it was a super depressing sleepy. Uh, and, I mean, she is kind of a sleepy artist mm-hmm. already this is true but, but she gets called to a lot of festivals yeah but her music is still she has really happy music that she can do too yeah so i was disappointed Supposed with that be. like comfort ending like really why that one yeah it's not even but new. i told you not to trust, trust these, these hoes. hoes right i'm just like 
why but okay um anywho um yeah i was disappointed with that but on sunday um something that really popped out to me was Mm -hmm. when i went to the church service and as i was walking up i saw a lot of millennials really engaged Mm -hmm. but the most beautiful thing was when i saw a prayer circle and Aww. I was just like, oh, like almost teary. Yeah. Because I saw, and, then, and then I saw a couple in specific, and he was like literally praying over her. And it was yeah. just a beautiful sight to see. Yes, we must talk about the pop-up church service. So first of all, funny how we all thought that it was going to be Sunday service. Right, which we is all thought it was Kanye. Kanye, our trash asses. And then, so we was all like lit, like we got to get to church early. <laughs> right. You know, and then it was like that morning that we all were texting each other and we was like, oh, this is pop-up church service. And I was like, and I had been listening to the old Pharrell album, his first album, and he has a song on there, like, that's on some Jesus stuff, too. And I was like, you know, Pharrell been about his Jesus. This is really a church service, y'all. This ain't no Pharrell, this ain't no Kanye shit. This is like, Pharrell is really doing a church service. And we all agreed, and of course that's what it was. But I like it. things, too. yeah. I'm, and I love it. I love it because that's what we need to bring in. And I like how he brought church, church, not church, church yes. to the beach. He did. He did. It wasn't even just like mainstream artists. He had yeah. he had like the local community churches yeah. and their choirs were coming out and they were singing, baby. Mm-hmm, they was mm-hmm. singing. It yeah. was a beautiful service. Yeah. And it was a really mixed crowd. It wasn't just older people. It yeah. was like everyone and i found it interesting when me and dennis got there i found it interesting how they had a pastor and i don't remember his name but he was preaching for a very long time for like he had been preaching when we got there and we stayed there for like a good half hour and he was preaching throughout that half hour he had been preaching before that but he was there and he was preaching over instrumentals of um kendrick lamar songs Mm. so he was preaching over that um song with Kendrick Lamar and Rhapsody. Uh, no, no, that's the complexion song. He's preaching over um, the black of the berry, the yeah. sweet of the juice. That beat, uh-huh. he's preaching over that. He was preaching over um, this other song. I think it's the What Would You Pay For A Dollar, that dollar song off of that same album. And then he preached at the end over We Gonna Be All Right. And that was like his closing message, like, we gonna be all right. Say it again. We gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah. So that was nice. And I was like just standing in the ice cold ass water by the beach or whatever, like dipping my toe in the water. I'm like, this is really beautiful. I was just like soaking it all in like, wow, we are listening to the word of God. On the water. Over a Kendrick Lamar beat by the water even Mm -hmm. though the water was cold as shit (laughs) that was an experience and i think it could have easily gone over people's heads what pharrell created there and i really would love to explore it even more in the future i just wish it was a little bit closer yeah yeah in general walking walking was trash because we were stomping through sand like i said all weekend long after a while i started using the little areas because they did have like little um planks within the sand in certain Mm -hmm. areas for people that were in wheelchairs or whatever they were they were cognizant of people that um aren't able to walk through anything or whatever and so they also had the boardwalk area they had the vip on the boardwalk and i remember when we first saw that vip i was like oh i'm glad i ain't paid for that shit and i ate my words almost immediately exactly (laughs) in regards to experience i think it was overall great experiences 
well. I definitely would pay the five for the VIP. Yeah. Next time. That would probably be lit. And I would love to figure out how to pay for the hotels. That was exactly what I was going to say, too, to get a mm-hmm. hotel on the Strip. Not necessarily directly, directly right there, but maybe a little bit further down or further yeah, up on yeah, the Strip, yeah. nonetheless. Definitely wear comfortable shoes because your yeah. feet will be hurt. Like, you can't. Oh, a, yeah. Ain't no line. need for you can't do heels. No heels no and no two, two flats because right. you still need support. Yeah, some people were actually doing that shit, like wearing heels. I was, I was seeing like, why are you wearing boots in the sand? What the fuck? What the fuck? Wow. Yeah. Boots in the sand for Boots real. In the sand. I would probably dress um, in less clothing as well. Like yes. the second day that I saw Gemma, I was like, "Oh, you naked?" Yes. But she wasn't. But she had like a little a top that like was I wouldn't even call it a tube top because it had like the yeah, little top by her shoulders. Like yeah, but it was like this thing where basically her whole stomach was out and her shorts, which is why I'm gonna lose enough weight so that the next time we go, I don't even have to worry about how I look with something like that. She looked good in it. Mm-hmm. But she just had some nice loose shorts on um, that, you know, are breathable and that top and then she had like a little cardigan that she could put on with it because oh we didn't say how cold it was the first night which is why i have this damn cold it was like oh yeah because you wore your um yeah i had a dress and that little jacket and i did have my jacket thank god i brought my jacket but like i I might even look into the lockers Mm -hmm. so that i could have like i really might utilize the whole like shit that they had all them extra things that they had available to people because it was all worth it Mm -hmm. because i was looking at them girls and them g-strings even on the first day them girls that were in the g-strings and the thongs and the little mesh outfits i'm like how y'all out here with that and i know it got cold as shit on saturday sunday it wasn't as cold but it rained right so it was just like what the fuck but those people had to have lockers because i don't know how you was out here ass out and i think it's just to be young and dumb (laughs) it was under 50 it was 50 something degrees at night y'all wallet and i might even do like them people in coachella do where they wear the bandanas around their their faces on the bottom part of their faces so i'm not ingesting a bunch of bugs and sand that makes sense because them bugs were like ruthless they would go into your mouth your eyes yeah everything (laughs) whoa (laughs) it was a lot yeah but overall i mean are we missing anything yeah, teddy riley was good um coco was really good oh yeah coco from swv came out during teddy riley's performance that many people from virginia i did not know that half those people were from virginia yeah so that was like yeah a dave great matthews bandy wanted to say oh no i'm not i didn't even know that they are they from virginia yeah they're from really? virginia i didn't Beach know too. that either yeah coco yeah. surprised me teddy riley surprised me um it was somebody else that they brought out that surprised me. Well, we missed Trey Songs. Yeah, we did miss Trey Songs. I knew that he was going to. I figured he was going to come. Mm-hmm. I did. Fabulous did. came out during. Fabulous um, did come out. Dur- during Pusha T's performance. Mm-hmm. That was good. Jay Balvin, even though I was not um, coherent at the time, <laughs> that was an interesting performance. And the, the, the little colors were cool, too, or whatever. He did a good job for catering to every single um, demographic. And you know he's Pharrell's artist. I didn't know yeah. that. So I I I like his music. Uh, some of the songs that he has, I like them. Mm-hmm. So um, he's the one that does the song, say yeah yeah yeah, that little Beyonce song or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's how I be describing mm-hmm. it with the little horns. And he has but, his own party um, too. 
oh yeah say i like it like that and i like how he built that up even though i was looking all angry on the side i was like enjoying it on the internally (laughs) internally i like how he built that up for everybody that was Mm -hmm. really tight the way he did that Mm -hmm. he had the real the sample song play and he just kept like kind of repeating it until like it really got the crowd hype until the beat finally (laughs) dropped for everybody Mm -hmm. that was tight he's a good artist i i like him i would like to see him again yes yeah. Everybody was really good. It was a great um overall vibe. So definitely Yeah, we miss Charlie Murphy. I'm mean, Charlie Murphy. Charlie, Lord. Wilson? Charlie okay. Wilson. I'm I wish I would have been there to see Outstanding, but you know, life will go on. And yes, Chris Brown and who's the last person? Anderson, Anderson Pack. But mm-hmm. by that time, by the time Chris Brown and really when Charlie Wilson was performing was when the rain started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or was it Chris away. Brown? No, it was Chris Brown when Chris, Chris Brown. Brown performed because we came back. We didn't talk about really quick. Got to talk about the installations, the um, the setups. Okay, go ahead. The mar- from the marketing side of things, Timberland. Oh yeah, so Timberland. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm and then about, I'll like, talk about you talk about Timberland, okay. and I'll talk about Sony, and okay, then cool. we'll end there. So Timberland had a really cute little pop up station. As you're mm-hmm. walking in, they had this gigantic Timberland boot. Mm-hmm. They had a cute little white logo, and they had yes. it was like a little it garden, like a, Osa- uh, um, a garden oasis of Timberland, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had these cute swings for you to just kind of swing on with the kind of the Timberland creamish and brown colors. Mm-hmm. Um, the grass is really green. They had little. Um, a lot of greenery. They had like, what do you call that sand thing that you throw into the little? Um, it's like two. Oh, the little um, little ho- cornhole. Is that what they call I that? Is that what, what it's called? called? Cornhole, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it's called cornhole. And then we get free t-shirts, so you know we love yeah. getting free merch. So and in dope. the back, y'all didn't go to the back, but they had um, free like little coffee drinks. Not like um, that you take, but like the ice cold brew. You, okay. You to, they had bottled cold brews oh, and really? little things that you could take. I don't bang with cold brew, so I ain't take it. But Gemma and OC were taking them. Yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, go ahead. And then they gave us like these the little back shirts. thing um on the that goes on the back. Oh, of your phone. to hold the credit card. Hold so, the credit card. Yeah. yeah. So it was just a good a good experience. It was really nice and open. It was I think it was music playing, and then they had the, like mm-hmm. Timberland wall in the back as well, displaying some of their shoes. Yeah, so, they did have music playing. Yeah, it was just cool. And Dennis liked it. He was just thinking about it from a branding perspective. Like, what do we? What can we do when we go to a festival? And you, as a all the entrepreneurs out there, that's like some ideas that you'll see at festivals, and you're like, I can't provide the the talent. What am I doing here? What am I going to provide to people? It's you're providing them a break, and you're providing a fun way for them to ingest your brand. Yeah, and it's an experience. You give them a little experience. And Sony Music, the Sony stage was so freaking lit. The Adidas um, little park was tight too. Really quick, they had a basketball court that was designed with artwork and stuff. We didn't go there, but we did see some of the art walls and stuff that was really tight. But back to the Sony stage. Yo, they had this big igloo, which was like a Sony thing. I like I can see my mom like if she had the bread to have that she would buy that for us to have parties in because they had the speakers surrounding you mm. in the igloo. I wish you could have seen it, Kel. And it was like for people that have experienced this in like elementary school, it was like being in a planetarium where you're just like laying on the floor. You don't have to lay on the floor. We were standing up, but I don't know if people remember seeing planetariums or going to like these astro physiology um field trips where you look up at the ceiling and you see the stars 
and they show you where the planets are and do all this cool effects. It was like an extra high-tech version of that, but they had the effects of different like lights. lights and stuff going with the music. That's pretty cool. So they had it to all like these dope songs. The, the Lemon one was cute. The One of my favorite songs by Pharrell, one of his newer ones, Gust of Wind. That one was really tight. And just hearing the music from all these different angles, that was great branding for Sony. Mm-hmm. Because someone who has bread is going to want that experience right. for their parties. Um, and then we did the 180 camera thing. So I know people see this at award shows where they have kind of like a 360 effect where it's a bunch of cameras taking you a picture of you at the same time, but it's from different angles for a few seconds. It's probably like five, maybe two or three seconds worth, but you're taking it from all these different angles. So it moves um, laterally as well. So that was tight. And what else? They had drinks and stuff like that too, but um, yeah, and a big ass Sony sign. What else? I think that's everything. I think we've covered Covered everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely will go again. Definitely would love to explore doing VIP mm-hmm. next time. Mm-hmm. Definitely staying on the beach so I could have a little more fun instead of catching the shuttles. The shuttles were cool. We did the shuttle um, from the parking lot. It wasn't like how it is at fucking Jiffy Lube Live where you have to leave <laughs> and you're getting stuck in the parking lot and you're like pissed off because you're there for a whole hour. Like every time we left, we were able to leave on time. So, but so I applaud them for the shuttles. We use, they use school buses, which is cute. But I would prefer for the extra cash to stay on the beach. Exactly. Definitely will do that, too. Um, so I guess I'm going to get into our last little tidbit, which mm-hmm. is our philanthropy moment. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Because you and I got to do for you and I. So this week's philanthropy moment is what do you buy? It's like, nah. <laughs> it <laughs> is um, the philanthropy, the great the Greater Washington Community Foundation. And what their mission and vision is, the Greater Washington Community Foundation exists to build thriving communities by providing community leadership, inspiring local giving and promoting civic engagement and guiding strategic philanthropy. Um, The communities, their vision is, the Community Foundation envisions a Greater Washington region that is an equitable, just, and enriching place for all residents to live and work and thrive. Something that they have going on is a philanthropy festival, which I thought was really cool because that's something that I would like for us to even get involved in, mm-hmm. if not mm-hmm. spiral out once we get to a, a big enough area we can do on our own. Um, is building, you know, just like a, a festival of giving. So they partner with a bunch of different um, people in the D.C. and the DMV communities, and they go out and they support their communities by, you know, volunteering their time, volunteering money, and just giving in general. So... If you have a moment, check them out at thecommunityfoundation.org. I love that, and I think we should get involved. And I do want to also highlight how this um, whole Something in the Water Festival was to benefit the Virginia Beach community. And I really like how there was no drama, there was no violence, as far as we know. Right. <laughs> and um, Pharrell was able to bring that right back, put that right back into his community. And mm-hmm. um, Especially with the entrepreneurs. I did get a chance to hit the Shark Tank, and they originally said they were only going to give out $1,000 to a prize, but they ended up giving it out to like at least six different people. Oh. That's nice. So to better really nice. their um, 
businesses mm-hmm. yeah you know and just one last thing um in my conference today um we talked to this guy called not impossible um his the real name is like mick something but that's the name of his business and he based his business off of basically helping people like his whole mantra is find one help many like help one you help many and he just gave three examples that i'll tell you about off air where um he was able to help one person but ended up helping many more and one example music related was that he made these um things that will help these little raps that would help deaf people be able to hear music um through their bodies instead of having to be closer to speakers deaf people tend to go when they go to festivals they they feel it on the speakers well now they made this thing where they can wrap it on their arms like so you can hear the bass on your arms you can hear the guitar you can feel the guitar on your knee you could do so he has it in different places and what he ended up realizing is that he tested it out on a man that had parkinson's disease and it actually helped stop his, the tremors the of oh, the Parkinson's, and he used to be a a big jazz pianist, so he was able to play the piano. Girl, tears. That is beautiful. Tears, and it was just an example of how he he did three other stories that I'll tell you about later. But he did this every time he did something to help one set of people or one person it helped all these other people. So because he was able to do that for deaf people, he didn't know he was going to be helping all these people with Parkinson's disease. Mm -hmm. So help one, help many. Sometimes you just need to help one person in order to help many because you can't solve world hunger, but you may be able to solve hunger in your community. Indeed. That's a vibe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a vibe. And on that note, we will talk to y'all next week. All right now. Peace out. It's a vibe.